It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-L. Prell Shampoo. Yes, Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. brings you The Life of Riley. Well, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff leaves hair radiantly lovely presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. At 1313 Blueview Terrace in Los Angeles, California, there stands a small bungalow, sagging slightly, sadly in need of paint, and with a front door that sticks in wet weather. Among the neighbors, this rather grim specimen of California architecture is known as Early Spanish Omelette. But to the occupant, his residence is more charming than a French chateau, more sumptuous than an English castle, cozier than a Swiss chalet. For this is the house of Chester A. Riley, and be it ever so humble, to him it spells home. Be it ever so humble, there's no place like home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this looks like a good place to hang it. Yeah. Oh, Dumplin'. What is it, dear? Peg, is this a good place to hang this? Riley, what on earth are you doing with that thing? Thing? This is a motto. I just bought it. It's for the wall. Read it. Home, sweet home. Yeah. Ain't it pretty? It was made by a fellow in the hobby department at Alcatraz. <laughs> All framed and ready to hang. The fella in Alcatraz? <laughs> no, this motto. Stop being so jocular. Oh, Riley, you're not hanging it in this house, but that's the corniest thing I've ever seen. Peg, there's nothing corny about my home. To me, my home is everything. Well, I know, dear, but this is so old-fashioned. Oh, go on. I've seen him in plenty of homes. Only most people hang them up just to cover up a hole in the plaster. But with me, I believe in it. Hey, there's a good spot over the fireplace. Now, wait a minute, Rod. I won't have it. I tell you, I won't have it. Oh, no. Ah. Well, now you'll have to have it to cover the hole in the plaster. <laughs> oh, I give up. There. Don't it look beautiful? Ah, home sweet home. They may kick me around down at the plant, but here in my home... I'm the master. Well, all right, master. Get a broom and clean up that plaster. <laughs> this house has fallen to pieces. I wish we could move. Move? From our home? Why, we raised our two kids under this very roof. And it leaks. <laughs> Junior learned how to walk on this very floor. Oh, now, Junior was five years old when we moved here. Well, he was a late walker. <laughs> this is a great house. It may not be brand new, but it's in a fine neighborhood. They're all decent, hard-working, respectable people. That's important if you want to bring up your kids right. And our kids are going to be brought up right... What's that? Well, it's a police car. Ah, yeah, you see, that's what I mean. Probably on their way to some rough neighborhood to stop a drunken brawl. Suppose we moved into a neighborhood like that. You want to... Riley, they're stopping in this block. They are? Well, we never had cops around here before. Some roughneck must have moved in. Well, I'll have him run out of the neighborhood. I'll find out who it is right now. Wish they wouldn't stop right in front of our house. <laughs> there he is. Two cops escorting him. A vicious criminal type if I ever see... Holy smoke, it's Junior. <gasps> Junior? Yeah, your son. Open that door. Shh. 
I don't want no trouble. Pretend we don't know him. What? Have you gone crazy? Junior, dear, what happened? Oh, officer. Is this your boy, ma'am? Oh, Junior, why did you do it? Pop. Pop, You got caught stealing. After all, I taught you. Oh, stop it, Riley. (laughs) What's he done, officer? Uh, Well, you see, ma'am. I didn't do anything. Please, officer. It's only his first offense. Let him off this time. Please. We'll split the dough three ways. I mean... mean... Uh, Now, don't get excited, Mr. Riley. Your boy's okay. Except he was a little careless with his pea shooter, aiming at the little girls in the park. Well, we'll let him off with a warning this time. Oh, thank you, officer. Yeah, thanks, officer. I'll have a talk with this boy here, and believe me, next time you won't catch him. Goodbye. (laughs) Good day. Pop, come in the house, young man. Pop, don't say a word. So this is the way you turn out, after the fine, respectable way I brung you up. Where did you learn to do such a thing? Who taught you to go around shooting at little girls with a pea shooter? You did. You said when you and Mr. Gillis were kids, I only aimed at big girls. Picked them my own size. I mean, dragged home like a criminal. Now, wait a minute. Just a common criminal. Can I be excused, Pop? Yeah, go to your cell. Dragged home like a common criminal. Oh, for heaven's sake, will you stop, Riley? Once and for all, will you get it through your head that Junior is not a criminal? He's just a high-spirited boy like every other boy. So what? Coming home in a police car, a fine thing. I walk home. He has to ride. Well, he's learned his lesson. It won't happen again. Uh, believe me, it won't. I'm going to keep an eye on that kid from now on. Hi, Mother. Hello, dear. Hello, Babsy. What's new in college? Guess what? I got my picture on the front page of the college paper. No. Yes. Do you hear that, Peg? Well, that's nice, dear. That's my daughter. I always knew the way I brung her up, she'd do something to make me proud of her. My daughter gets her picture on the front page. The only place your son will get his picture is in the post office. Oh, <laughs> Riley. You don't oh, stop, Junior. Never mind, Babsy. Let me see the picture of you, huh? Oh, here it is. We're doing a musical review, look and I'm... Look at the... that, Peg, right on the front page. And look at that cute costume she's... She... Your costume, where is it? <laughs> you forgot to put it on. You're practically... Quick, pull down the shades before somebody sees this picture. Daddy, don't get excited. Those are just my rehearsal clothes. What are you rehearsing for, a burlesque show? Finally, stop yelling. I didn't bring my daughter up to be a fan dancer. I haven't got a fan. You could use one. (laughs) Just look at you there. But all the girls in the chorus wear outfits like that for rehearsal. It's just a play suit. Well, you're too old to play. No daughter of mine is going to be a chorus girl. Riley, it's only a college show for the students. I sent her to college to get an education, not to give one. (laughs) She's resigning. No, I won't. Every girl on the campus is dying to be in the show. I just won't. Oh, so you won't, will you? That's what you think, Peg. Now, I don't like to contradict you, dear, but in this case, Babs is in the right. You're making a fuss over nothing. Nothing? You call it nothing when your daughter is running around in nothing? For this, I slaved and sacrificed all these years to have a son, a gangster, and a daughter, a burlesque queen? Well, I'm putting a stop to this. I have made up my head. (laughs) 
tell you, Gillis, I feel like resigning as the father of my kids. I don't blame you. With one a gangster and the other a fan dancer. <laughs> my poor little Babsy. She'll probably wind up in burlesque. No. No? Oh, well, that's a relief. No. She just starts in burlesque. Then she sinks lower and lower and lower. Until one day... Watch television. <laughs> oh, my poor little girl. Yeah, but cheer up. You still got your junior. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He'll settle down. In jail. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, Riley, but I'll still stick by you. Anytime you want to bury my son Eggbite for a day, you can have it. Oh, Gillis, whose fault is it? Who's to blame? You. Me? Well, who else? How can you say that? Ain't I slaved all these years to give him every advantage, a decent home? You ain't got a home, Riley. All you got is a house. Well, what's the difference? Well, I'll show you. Here, take a look at the cover on this here magazine. Well, yeah, so what about it? You see this picture? See what it says? Uh, home sweet home. Take a good look at it. What do you see? Uh, it's a cozy living room with a bright fire in the fireplace. And through the window you can see the snow. Yeah. There's the father in his easy chair smoking his pipe with a smile on his face. Yeah. And there's the mother in the rocking chair knitting with a smile on her face. Yeah. And there's the daughter playing the piano with a smile on her face. Yeah. And there's the son doing his homework with a smile on his face. Yeah. And there's the dog curled up on the rug with a smile on his face. That's a home. But any evening, take a look in your joint, and what do you see? Junior's out with his hoodlums. Babs is out doing a shimmy. Peg's out in the kitchen slaving. You're out on the couch snoring. And the fireplace is filled with empty Pepsi-Cola bottles. <laughs> Oh, Gillis, I never realized. No wonder the kids are running wild. There's nothing to keep them home. Sure, your family's crumbling to pieces. Crumb by crumb. Well, I'm going to put them together again. We're going to have a real home life, just like in that picture. It may be too late. They won't listen to you. They'll listen, all right. They're going to sit around that fireplace until they blister. <laughs> Okay, now everybody sit down around the fireplace. Oh, honest, Riley. Now, Peg, please cooperate. You, you sit here, Peg. Riley, I got a tub full of laundry to do. Uh, Peg, I'm surprised at you. You might show a little more interest in your family. Now sit here and knit. I don't feel like knitting. All right, then just smile. Come on, now smile. All right, I'm smiling. Uh, Babs, <laughs> Babs, you sit at the piano. What piano? Oh, we haven't got one. Huh? Okay, you stay where you are and hum something. Uh, Daddy, I'm supposed to be at rehearsal tonight. You're staying in tonight and have some fun. Now sit down there and smile. Come on, smile. Show your teeth. Okay, I'm smiling. Uh, fine. Now, Junior. Pop, why can't I go to the movies? Because it's time you found out what it means to have a home life. Now sit down at the table here and do your homework and smile. I'll do my homework, but I won't smile. You'll smile if you know what's good for you. Riley, I know you mean well, but this is I no know way to... I what I'm doing, Peg. This family is going to have a happy home life if it kills me. Well, let's see that picture in that magazine again. Yep, just like it. No, no, wait a minute. Something's missing. Oh, yeah, the dog. Uh, Junior, never mind your homework. Lay down on a rug and curl up. <laughs> Riley! Oh, no, no, well, never mind. No, no. Uh, well, now we're all set. Now, keep smiling. 
What are we supposed to do, just sit around and grin at each other like apes? No, we're, we're going to light the fire, and, and then we'll pop this here corn. What fun? Where's the match? Now, Riley, I, I don't think you ought to make a fire. We haven't used that fireplace since we moved in. Now, Peg, will you stop worrying and let me handle this? There. Now, watch her go. Ah, oh, look at the way it draws. Oh, that's going to be a beautiful fire. Uh, put out the lights, Junior. Ah. Now we'll pop the corn. Yeah, go on, Babs. Oh, Daddy, this is so corny. Well, what do you expect from corn? <laughs> go on, hold the popper over the fire. That's it. Ah, oh, we should have done this years ago. Listen to that corn pop. Ah, there's nothing like a quiet evening at home, huh, Peg? What? I said there's nothing like a quiet evening at home. I can't hear you. What did you say? What? Ah, don't shout, Junior. I'm trying to hear what your mother is saying. Ah, the fireplace is smoking. What? Don't mumble, Junior. He says the fireplace is smoking. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's all sing. How about... Keep the home fires burning. <laughs> oh, Riley, the smoke. Our imagination. Come on, join in. Keep the home fires burning. Daddy, it's going over the roof. <laughs> I'm suffocating. Yeah. Oh, you ain't used to the smell of good, clean pine. Keep the home fires burning. <laughs> oh, the room is full of smoke. Do something, Riley. Smoke? <laughs> Uh, shut the window, Junior. The smog is coming in. <laughs> Don't you not delight that fire? Put it out. It ain't smoking. Now, come on. Let's have some fun and sing. Oh. Keep oh. the home burnt. So are yearning. So the boys away they... Home, keep the earning. <coughs> hey, get the pull motor squad. Well, we'll bring you the second act of the life of Riley in just a moment. Here she is, the girl everybody's talking about. I'm Tallulah the tube of proud. And I've got a little something to tell. Your hair can be radiant, oh, so easy. All you gotta do is take me home and squeeze me. I'm Tallulah the tube of proud. And I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow, so dandruff-free. For radiant hair, get a hold of me. Tallulah the tube of proud shampoo. Yes, folks, Tallulah's so right. Your hair can be radiant oh so easy with Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo. Because Prell leaves hair radiant the very first time you use it. Radiantly soft, radiantly smooth, radiantly shining. Radiantly clean, too, because Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctor's examinations proved it. Prove it for yourself. Try Prell shampoo. Before we rejoin the Rileys, here's a little good news for all of you who love to laugh. In a few weeks, the life of Riley will reach the screen of your favorite theater. Yes, you'll soon be seeing a big, happy movie of The Life of Riley starring William Bendix. And it's a film you won't want to miss. And now, Prell Shampoo brings you the second act of The Life of Riley. 
Apparently, our hero seems none the worse for his misadventure with a smoking fireplace last night. Hi, Peg, I'm home. Peg, I'm home. I said I'm home. All right, so you're home. What am I supposed to do, cheer? Well, that's a fine attitude. And what's the matter with you kids? You might say hello to your father. Hello. Hello. Uh, fine hello. This is the thanks I get after I saved all your lives last night. Well, who asked you to? Why did you have to go and stick your head out of the window and yell fire? At least you might have had sense enough to open the window first. But no, you had to shove your head right through the glass. <laughs> well, say something. How do you like my crew haircut? <laughs> it's a miracle you didn't cut yourself. I got thick skin. Every busybody on the street phoned in an alarm. We must have had every fire engine in Los Angeles outside our house. Well, I thought the house was on fire. Lucky for us it wasn't. Some hero you'd have been. Now, just a minute, Peg. I resent that. I had real presence of mind. Didn't I keep yelling, don't worry, I'll save you, Peg? Yes, while I was carrying you out. <laughs> oh, well, no harm done. No, no harm. Just look at this house. Why didn't you tell the firemen it was only the chimney? They smashed half the windows in the house, flooded the floors, the drapes are absolutely ruined. Well, we just had bad luck. It'll go better tonight. <laughs> what will go better? We'll have another quiet evening around the fire. What? You have the nerve to stand there and suggest that... I'd rather spend a quiet evening with a... With a... Now, you're going too far. You got no right to call me a lunatic in front of the kids. I didn't say you were a lunatic. Well, you were thinking it. I was thinking of something a lot worse. Well, that's different. We're going to have a quiet evening, like I say. You got no right depriving the kids of their pleasure. Oh, don't worry about me. I'm going out. Me too, Pop. And so am I. Well, that's fine. Here I'm breaking my back trying to keep this family together, give you a little home life, and you all... Well, all right, if that's the way you want it, it's okay with me. From now on, this ain't a home with a family. It's just a boarding house to me. Now, right. I won't you... even talk to any of you again, ever, except to say, pass the butter and how long you're going to be in the bathroom. <laughs> what a mess. All I want is a little peace and quiet. And if you can't get it in your own home, where can you get it? Ask a foolish question, you'll get a foolish answer. <laughs> oh, it's you. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Uh, uh, where are you going with those golf clubs, Digger? Oh, I'm on my way to the weekly session of my golf club, the UEPOHC. U-E-P-O-H-C? The Undertakers, Embalmers, and Paul Bearers, one in a whole club. <laughs> you mean hole in one? You play golf your way, I'll play my way. Well, I've got no time for golf. I'm trying to make a home for my family so they'll respect me. Does your family respect you, Digger? Not always, I'm afraid. Only the other day, my youngest son, Moss Bank, took a sign from an airline's office and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Oh, I was furious. Well, why? What did the sign say? Be modern. If you've got to go, fly there. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, my boy don't respect me or my daughter either. My female offspring, Lily Fern, also nettles me. She's a jitterbug, you know, and she's always telling me, Daddy, you're such a square. You're not hep. People just don't dig you. Yeah. <laughs> I know respect. Lily Fern, I said, I don't care if people don't dig me as long as I dig people. Yeah, you'd think they'd have some consideration. All I want is to have a little family life, spend a few evenings around the fireside. A reasonable request. Yeah, but they won't do it. Force them. Assert yourself. Lay down the law. Yeah. yeah, you're right, Digger. I've been too easy. It's the only solution. In my business, when people get in my way, I put them in their place. And I know just the place to put them. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Yes, Mother. Do you really have to go out tonight? Well, I, I have a rehearsal, but I could miss it. Well, how about you, Junior? Couldn't you go to that movie tomorrow night? Yeah, I guess so. Why, Mom? Well, I, I think maybe we're not being quite fair to your father. After all, he meant, well, even if he did practically wreck the house, and he is thinking of us, so tonight let's give him one of those quiet family evenings he's been wanting. Okay. Okay, Mother. Well, sure, Mom. It's about time Pop got a break. Oh, he'll be pleased. Peg! There he is. Uh, in here, Riley. Peg, this is a showdown. Ever since we got married, you've been the boss in this house. What you said went. But all that is going to be changed. From now on, I'm going to be the boss. From now on, I'll wear the bloomers in this house. <laughs> what I say goes, and I say tonight we're all going to stay home and have a quiet evening around the fireplace. And that's an order. Yes, dear. Nobody is going out through that front door, do you hear? Yes, dear. We... Yes? Uh, Babs, it's, it's okay with you? Yes, Daddy. You too, Junior? Sure, Pop. It worked. <laughs> uh, here, Junior, here's the doorknob. You can put it back on the door. Oh, Riley. Well, I didn't think you'd listen to me. Well, you see how wrong you were. Now sit down here and relax. Uh, Junior, light the fire. Yeah, okay. yeah, but, but Peg, the chimney... I had it fixed. Oh, it works well now, Pop. Listen to it. Yeah. Well, this is more like it. Can I put your slippers on, Daddy? Huh? Well, well sure, honey, but I think they'll be too big for you. Oh, <laughs> oh well, for me. Well, thanks. Oh, this is living. Yeah. Nothing like sitting around a fire. Oh, you won't be sorry you stayed in tonight. You're going to find out what you've been missing. Oh, that fire is so nice and warm. We just sit around and talk and sing and tell jokes far into the night. Oh, so warm and cozy. Something about a fire that makes you want to talk and talk and talk. Now, Riley, don't start sleeping. <laughs> Too late. Daddy, wake up. Yeah, Pop, Pop, come come on, wake up. Oh, Daddy, that's not fair. Mm. Well, it's no use, Babs. He's out for the night. Well, so much for an interesting evening at home. Well, you might as well go to your rehearsal, Babs. I might as well. Well, good night. Is it okay if I go to the movies, Mom? All right, dear, but get home early. Okay, I'll see you later, Mom. And that leaves me with... Junior, wait for me! 
Sleep, Mom. That's what I figured. You think you'll be sorry I went to see Roy Rogers instead of staying to talk to him? <laughs> talk to him? You could get more conversation out of Trigger. Oh, hi. You back from the movie? Oh, just now, dear. How was the rehearsal? Oh, swell. I got a new song, and in the second act, I... my goodness, is Daddy still asleep? Yes. Well, we better wake him up and get him to bed. Riley. Riley, it's time to go to sleep. Huh? Sleep? <laughs> Who's asleep? I just closed my eyes to rest in a second. Oh, yeah, it's a lovely fire. Now, I'll tell the truth. Ain't you glad you sat around the fire tonight talking to me instead of rushing out to a movie or a silly rehearsal? <laughs> Nothing like it, huh? Riley, yeah? you think that you don't know that... Know what? Oh, what's the matter? Why are you all looking at me so funny? Is there something that you know that I should know? Oh, it's nothing, dear. Don't worry about it. You know what they say. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yes, sir, and I'm the happiest man in the world. The Rallies will return in just a moment. There's radiance for you in Prell Shampoo, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. Yes, in the hardest water, Prell leaves hair more radiant than any known cream shampoo you've ever used. It can't leave a dulling film. Just soft, smooth, radiantly shining hair. And Prell gets hair radiantly clean because it removes ugly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctors' examinations proved it. So don't let soap shampoos dim the beauty of your hair. Use Prell. As Tallulah says, I'm Tallulah the tube of Prell, and I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow, so dandruff-free for radiant hair. Get a hold of me, Tallulah the tube of Prell Shampoo. Listen, Peg, you must think I'm pretty dumb. You, dear? <laughs> Nonsense. What do you mean, dear? Uh, you didn't fool me for one minute last night. <laughs> oh. Oh, then you know. <laughs> yeah, you bet I know. <laughs> You're a fine one pretending you were awake when you were asleep all evening. <laughs> <laughs> I know because I don't remember hear you, hearing you say a word all night. <laughs> have to get up pretty early in the morning to fool Chester Riley. <laughs> it's a losing fight. and Gamble invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Reuben Schiff, Alan Lipscott, and Dick Powell. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for more radiant hair free of unsightly dandruff, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L Prell Shampoo. <laughs> Mom, I want to help with the housework, but no dishwashing. It takes so long, and it's so hard on my hands. Well, you can solve that problem with... Yes, wonderful ivory snow. 
Your own hands will tell you why it's so wonderful for dishwashing. Try Ivory Snow in your dishpan. When you see how it pampers your hands, helps keep them soft and white, you'll be delighted. And Ivory Snow is granulated for instant sudsing. No soap is faster for dishes or kinder to hands than Ivory Snow. The only soap, both Ivory Mild and granulated for efficiency. There's no other soap like it. For speedier dishwashing, for snow-white hands, try... Wonderful Ivory Snow. This is Ken Niles reminding you to listen again next Friday when Procter & Gamble bring you a full hour of entertainment. First, Red Skelton, and then, The Life of Riley. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.